Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Eva Gutierrez. She is an awesome writer because not only does she write, but she travels. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Carlos? Doing great. Thank you for coming to my show, to my podcast. I'm so excited. So it's not every day that I get to talk to someone living the, the dream, as many people call it. Tell us a little bit uh, about yourself, a little, a little bio for those people that uh, have never heard of you. I can't even like stop smiling while you're talking about that because it's so weird to me. Because like two years ago, all I wanted to do was live this lifestyle and now I'm doing it and it's wild. But um, yeah, my name is Ava. I'm a content writer, so I write articles for companies and we help showcase their expertise and their niche. So I've been traveling the world, building my freelance business and uh, climbing volcanoes and stuff. Nice. Mm -hmm. So I was taking a look at, you know, I was doing a little a little research on you Ooh. before the podcast and uh, I came across your soon to be website that you're it's currently under construction. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that you had some um, some elements of writing in one of your pages where you had, you know, some mm -hmm. uh, some stuff there. And uh, those elements are quality, action and consistency, which mm -hmm. I thought were really great pillars to uh, have for writing and for any you know any niche in mm -hmm. general so let's start with quality because quality is important mm -hmm. for whatever it is so my first question to you is uh, since when have you been writing uh, when did you start writing not 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 for clients but like you know mm -hmm. you started telling yourself hey I love I love writing this mm -hmm. is fun let me write some more I started writing it's kind of a weird story I started writing when I was in college this was when Facebook was still kind of becoming really big and there's a company called Elite Daily which any writer knows this is when they were huge and I got I don't know how, but it was my first writing job and I just applied to them and I had like a WordPress blog. So it was literally like avagutierrez.wordpress.org and I used that as leverage and was like, hey, like, could I write for you guys? And they said yes. I didn't get paid. I was just a contributing writer. And that was like my first writing experience at all. And so it kind of all stemmed from there. At the time though, I was in college, so I didn't focus on it at all. And I just kept focusing on my degree. I was studying biology and chemistry, and I thought that I wanted to be a doctor and go down that route. So the writing was there, but it was like just this weird thing that I kind of was doing on the side, but I wasn't totally passionate about it. I didn't know how to monetize it. I didn't know I could monetize it. I just didn't have the mindset or the experience to know that I could make money off of it. So it took me a few years after that to start working and becoming an actual writer that gets paid. Mm -hmm. And I used Upwork to nice. connect with clients, to grow my portfolio, and now I'm leveraging everything that I've done on there to get myself clients off of the platform. Nice, and speaking of monetizing mm -hmm. and making money off of it, mm -hmm. uh, my next question yep. is uh, if you did have to sell yourself as a writer to a complete stranger, mm -hmm. what would your elevator pitch sound like? My elevator pitch is this, I say, I'm a writer. I write articles for companies' blogs that showcase their expertise and their niche. Nice. That's nice and sweet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of sweet and being not so sweet, mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask you something uh, that's a bit subjective, but it could not be subjective depending on how you view it. Um, 
Is there such a thing as good and bad writing and how can you tell? Yeah, there's totally bad writing and I used to be a bad writer too. So you can tell in just how the story is told. Every article is just a story and there are certain elements to it that you can use to grab people's attention, to keep them reading, and to make them leave and continue to be interested in you and what you have to say. So as a writer, you kind of have to figure that out. And so initially you'd kind of start on a lower scale, but once you practice and everything, then you figure out the formula and that's when you become a good writer. Nice. What, mm -hmm. uh, just a little extra question here. What mm -hmm. would you recommend um, for those people starting to write or trying to get better? Is there something that you recommend them reading or going to a website or something? Yeah, I recommend going on Medium or Quora, anywhere that already has an audience that you can publish articles to. Don't try and create your own blog unless you also are ready to become a marketer and drive traffic to it. You're better off going if you just want to be a writer go to a publication and then start writing every single day. Nice, good tip. Um, what do you wish, uh, um, as a reader yourself, mm -hmm. what do you wish people would write a lot more about and a lot less about? I wish people would stop writing clickbait headlines because the problem is that nobody is reading, I shouldn't say nobody, but people see the headline and they don't read the article and then it creates these rumors. So whether that be in politics, if that's in a certain like food diet, exercise routine, city, anything, you can give people this totally wrong impression. And once you give that one person the wrong impression, then they tell a friend, they tell a friend, and they tell a friend. And it's creating like a really bad network of people that don't actually know the truth or have been totally scammed by a clickbait title. Mm -hmm. So I really, really wish people would stop doing that for like the future of humanity. Right. <laughs> and what about uh, what you would you wish you would read a lot more about? I wish I would read a lot more about people's raw experiences. Um, I think this has been a shift that is happening right now where people are a lot more open, especially in the entrepreneurial freelance world. People aren't really scared to talk about anymore and say like, oh, well, like it's really hard right now or I like I don't feel like super happy doing this. You know, everyone, there's a lot of openness coming and that's my favorite type of writing to read because that's when you really learn about something and you're able to take action away from it even if it's just knowing like well I'm a writer and like my favorite online writer has felt this way too like yeah. that can be so yeah. impactful yeah I, I've definitely been in that situation where I'm like watching a video on Casey Neistat mm -hmm. or Peter McKinnon Canadian guy I love him I know him. yeah <laughs> and uh, they're talking about how uh, not, not that I'm a youtuber but they mentioned something that resonates with me, such mm -hmm. as like, yeah, ma making videos can be, uh, it could so look fun and everything, but there's a whole process behind it where sometimes you might be lonely because you, you know, because they're like a one-man band, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> which I could relate to. So we I, know that. I, I could, I could definitely, uh, you know, put yep. myself in their shoes and, and be like, okay, I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to talk about action. Okay. We talked about quality right now, yep. and now we're going to go and move forward with. Uh, some action questions. Mm -hmm. First action question is, okay. what is your ideal and worst place to write? Oh, I am no longer a picky writer because I have backpacked 
three continents while writing, I have really faced some questionable writing spots. I think it would be hard for me to say the worst place because I've just made it work. I think as a writer or a passionate creative, there really is no worst or best place. It's just where you are right now and you making do with what you have and making the best out of it. So you learned that from experience? Yeah, like hardcore. <laughs> nice, from taking action. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, my next question is, uh, do you write with the reader in mind or do you just write for fun for yourself to entertain yourself? Both. So if I'm writing for a client, I'm only writing with the reader in mind. I have their avatar and I know exactly who is going to want to be reading the article and what they want to read about, what value they want to walk away with. If I'm writing for myself, then that's when it becomes slightly more, maybe like a 75-25 type of thing, 75 for the writer, 25% just me talking about something I feel like I need to talk about or want to touch upon. Um, and those are all for my personal brand and those go undermining. Nice. Mm -hmm. And then piggybacking off of that question, um, is there a certain thing you want your readers to, to leave when they're um, reading your material uh, or does that just depend on what you're writing and the purpose of that material? I want them to leave, I don't want to say with like a radical mindset shift, but with a planted seed. Nice. Mm -hmm. Where do you want that seed to grow? I want it to cultivate into a radical mindset shift, but first they just need to be introduced to an idea, like the idea that you can go and travel the world and live your dreams and do whatever you want, right? There are no rules. You make your own rules in life and how you want to live it. Yeah. So instead of coming at them really harshly and saying like, just believe everything I believe, I'll like pick one little, one little topic from that, write an article and like plant the seed for them to kind of say, okay, wait, yeah. This girl's doing it, now all of a sudden they might see other people doing it and it's that one seed that kind of started it. Yeah, and then if you're a consistent writer, which mm -hmm. we're about to touch on that a little bit, um, they might see another article that mm -hmm. you write and then they might become your fan and read and read and yes. you plant multiple seeds. Yes, a whole garden. <laughs> so, you know, with everything there's always pros and cons. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some pros and cons of being a writer, and in your case, a travel writer? Are there any pros and cons? I would say the a con can be that as a as a writer your client might want something that isn't best for them and you're the expert in the situation you know writing you know the content industry you know what people want to read but your client wants you to do something you know isn't going to do well I think that's the con is like trying to have that conversation of saying like trying to pull them your way and say no like I think Let's try and do it this way. Let's just try at least one article or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the pro is going to be that I love what I do. I wake up on Monday mornings just like so excited for the work week. I force myself to take weekends off, but even on Fridays, I'm like, ah, oh, like it's already over, you know? It's just, I love what I do. So you're like the opposite of Garfield the cat. <laughs> Like he hates yeah. Mondays. Yeah, I'm literally the opposite. You love Mondays. I love Mondays. Nice. Mm -hmm. So we talked about taking action and uh, quality. Now we're going to go into the third pillar mm -hmm. of, uh, of writing for you, which is consistency, which is always great for mm -hmm. wanting to grow and whatever thing you want to do. Mm -hmm. You always have to 
be consistent and, and grow like myself. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I could have given up video making, uh, but I was consistent with it and now I'm a little less not bad. So I'm still growing every I day. I think you're great. Thank you, thank you. Oh, this podcast, <laughs> let's turn it around. Talk about let's ask you questions. Yes. Um, so uh, with consistency, um, I wanted to ask you uh, the most obvious question, which is how often do you write? Every single day. And usually that means like writing on my computer every single day. And if for some reason there's a weird day that I'm not, I still wrote in my journal. So I'm always writing something. Nice. Mm -hmm. And do you like writing solely for like clients or is, do you have like, a, you know, like a guilty pleasure that you like writing about or, or reading? I like both. Um, I definitely love writing for clients and then I definitely love writing for myself. The writing that I do for my personal brand under my Medium and Quora accounts is kind of my guilty pleasure. It's what I do to kind of relax and it's really therapeutic to me. Um, and then of course I read a ton. So I'm always reading a book. Right now I'm reading The 80-20 Principle. I've heard of that. Yeah, it's really good. And um, I have like 10 more books that I want to read right now that I can't even decide what I want. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Are you that kind of person that uh, buys a book before finishing the other book? No. I won't let myself do it because then I'll just get too excited and I'll hop over and nice. I think I'll do both but I don't have time. So People should learn from you. I finish it and then I'll buy the new one. Nice. Yeah. The way it should be, right? <laughs> I have lots of books I haven't finished reading. Yeah. Um, what is your goal with writing? My goal is to be able to have impact. So I think I'm too new in my career to fully define that, but I know that I'm moving in that direction. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, if you had to time travel in the world, mm -hmm. uh, let's say maybe 30 years from now, okay. um, and you asked somebody random from off the streets, mm -hmm. like, hey, uh, do you know Eva Gutierrez? Yeah. What is something that you wish they would say about you as a writer? I would wish, the first thing that comes to my mind that I like picture in my head would be somebody saying, like, isn't that the girl that helped something? I don't know what that something is, but that was just the first thing that came to my mind. Nice. Yeah. So I guess we'll figure that out in the journey with you. Something that I've helped, yeah. Nice. Um, mm -hmm. So how long have you been writing now for clients? Really seriously for about a year and a half, two okay. years, and prior to that for five years. Nice. Just dabbling. So with dabbling and getting paid with clients. Mm -hmm. what, what do you consider to be your greatest accomplishment so far? Hmm. My greatest accomplishment, I think if you look at just my career, my greatest accomplishment would be working with some seven-figure entrepreneurs, iTunes top-rated apps and podcasts. Um, I've worked with some really cool people, but I think if I look at my life as a whole, my biggest accomplishment right now would be that I have a really great relationship with my family and friends. And I think when you become a world traveler and a freelancer or any type of business person, that becomes really difficult because you have to work so much on yourself, on your business, on your craft. You're a one-man team and it's really chaotic. And me being able to keep those relationships, still be there for my family, have that relationship with my niece and nephew, it's been the biggest success of my life so far. 
So with uh, having said that uh, mm -hmm. family and friends is important to you as an accomplishment, mm -hmm. um, what inspires you? Uh, what, what is there something that you just love to either read, hear, watch, experience that makes you like, okay, I want to become better, even better? Um, I get really inspired by seeing that other people have done this because we're really all born exactly the same with the same abilities. Some people might have a head start just in a family situation, but you know, just seeing that someone else has become a really successful writer, just seeing that somebody else has gone and traveled the world makes me just say, why can't I do that? And I always ask myself, like when I'm 90 years old, what will I have wished that I did? And whatever that answer is, I go and do it. Nice. So that's how it led me to traveling, writing, everything. To here today. <laughs> to the upside. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so um, I'm sure yeah. people who are hearing this are mm -hmm. gonna have lots of questions for you. Mm -hmm. uh, so where can people find you on your social media? Is there any links that you wanna provide? Mm -hmm. You can find me on Instagram, at the random life of Ava, E-V-A. And then you can find me on Medium and Cora as well, Ava Gutierrez. And if you just Google my name, my writing stuff will come up. Nice. That's mm -hmm. always that's always fun. Googling, Googling yeah. yourself. Yeah. SEO on point. Perfect. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, that is the three elements of writing that mm -hmm. I found in your website, which people should go to. Mm -hmm. When when do you think your website will be up? That is a great question probably within the next month. Right now the challenge is figuring out who to gear it towards. Am I gearing it towards clients or am I gearing it towards impact? Nice. So that's my so, question. Um, with your um, website, mm -hmm. uh, the reason why I got quality action and consistency like I mentioned in the beginning mm -hmm. was because I think you believe in these three elements for mm -hmm. the people that you write for. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think that's a great uh, um, barriers or uh, not barriers, but uh, uh, elements, pillars, yeah. pillars to to build uh, because everybody needs quality, mm -hmm. action, and consistency. So, with that being said, um, thank you so much for for coming in, and uh, you know we hope to see great things <laughs> happen in the future. Uh, is there any last remarks you, you would want to say or? or get off your chest? I think I would just say, whatever you're thinking about doing right now, go and do it. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Eva Gutierrez. Thank you. I'm excited. Bye. <laughs> Remember, follow at SparkTrust on Anchor. Thanks for listening, guys.